Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Thank you to our sponsors, the Wall Street Memes Casino with over 5,000 custom games to choose from. Enjoy live dealers and in-play sports betting, from football to eSports. Get a 200% sign-up bonus on your initial deposit up to $25,000. Use code IFLTV24. Deposit now by visiting Wall Street Memes Casino today. 18 plus only. Please gamble responsibly. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV. Delighted to be joined by... Uh, are you Irish now, Joe Parker? Uh, Irish, Irish, Joseph Parker. Do your accent. Go on, do your accent. You I don't have an accent. All I can say is, hello there. How are you? That's all I can say. And that's then, and that's it. I can't, if I try, I can't do it. Every Irishman in the world will appreciate your attempt at that. How are you, Joe? I, How are you? You know, I'm good. I uh, my family left yesterday, left Ireland yesterday for New Zealand. My wife is pregnant, four four daughters, and she's on an airplane right now. I think she's about four hours from New Zealand, so it's a long journey. But we were able to spend um, four weeks here in Ireland together. I could see them every day after training, and now they're going back home while I prepare for uh, for this next fight for Zhang. Yeah, congratulations. Um, you're uh, there's nothing wrong, as we would say in England, there's nothing wrong with you, right? Nothing wrong with you, Joe, you know. So, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. All right, listen, life is good. I'm here in Ireland training, been here for four weeks, and we'll be heading over to Saudi soon to finish preparations for Zhang and coming off a good one off Wilder and, and on to the next challenge, on to the next big fight. Let's go back to December 23rd. Um, like we saw each other after the fight. We didn't kind of do like a proper interview. We caught a, a, a clip of yourself and Anthony Joshua after <laughs> the fight embracing um, and kind of, yeah, just kind of a little reflection on your on your win there against Wilder. But your win over Wilder kind of then fucked up Joshua's plans for the Wilder fight. So it was like a little bit of like, he's probably thinking he's happy for you, but also at the same time, he's uh, yeah. next to fight up with Wilder. But... That fight there, 
Joe. I mean, look, I spoke to a lot of people during that week in Saudi. Uh, if I'm being honest with you, very few people gave you a shot in that fight. I they think didn't. no one, I think, well, listen, a lot of people gave me no shot at all. Mm. Um, and because of what Wilder has done in his fights and because of the people he's knocked out and everyone that he's faced, he's knocked down. And so a lot of people thought this is this is just like a sacrificial lamb type fight where I'm the guy that's going to come and get beaten. I've had a great career. And then the Joshua Wilder fight is going to be the next fight on the scene. Um, so I think that was a that was a story that everyone was waiting to unfold. And just with Andy and myself and George Locker, we were very confident because of the work we've done. And I think the most important thing is momentum. You know, when you're fighting often and you're always in camp and you're progressing, you're learning. And you're working on things that was a, a huge benefit to my, myself and the team. Something that's really aggravated me over the last couple of years, and it, it came about after the second Tyson Fury fight. And I remember I was in the locker room, dressing room with um, Team Fury after that fight. And Huey Fury, Tyson's brother, said something that stuck with me. He said, Look, in the morning, don't start downplaying Wilder now that Tyson's beat him. And I, I feel like because obviously he's had those two losses to Tyson and obviously the draw, he's now lost to you. It's it's almost like for some people it's like oh was Wilder any good anyway? Like people are downplaying Wilder when two or three years ago he was the most fearsome puncher and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. And he still is a force in the heavyweight division. But have you seen that that people are kind of off the back of the two losses to Tyson and now the the loss to you, they're almost questioning Wilder's credentials. I, listen, because he lost the fights to Tyson and he lost to me, I could see everyone questioning, was he even good? Listen, he is a devastating heavyweight, like heavy puncher. Absolutely. And he's done a lot in the division and I, he's still got a lot to give, but just that night wasn't his night. And it was my night and I worked very hard and I kept busy. And I guess, you know, I, I did everything right leading into that fight and it just wasn't his night but to question someone like Wilder and what he's done I, I feel like that's a bit uh, it's not fair mm. I don't think it's fair I agree and it's obviously there's two sides to people kind of viewing your fight you know Wilder couldn't get off the right hand but then again th the flip side to that is that you stopped him from doing it and I think like if I speak to Andy Lee this is what the plan or part of the plan was on the night to, to neutralise Wilder's biggest asset you know, when when it was their fight week, fight week came down to the gym, and I and I um, I said to Andy, uh, "What are we doing for training?" And Andy said to me, "This is probably the Tuesday before the fight." And he said, um, "I've been thinking, Joe. I think we should fight fire or fire." And I said to Andy, "You know what? I've just been lying down in bed upstairs, and I was thinking when he throws his right, I throw my right." And then from that day, we started working on throwing our right at the same time when he throws his right. And I, I guess what you're saying, what I'm trying to say is that we did do a lot of things to nullify what he was trying to, trying to do and trying to land that right hand. And I know a lot of people are saying, oh, he's, he's done now and, you know, he's past his prime and he wasn't any good. But trust me, he's very good and he punches very hard. And I was, I was you know, fortunate to be able to block all of them and not get caught. Yeah, I mean, I feel like discrediting Wilder's performance uh, on that night, and maybe he wasn't at his best, okay, but I think that kind of takes away your uh, brilliant performance uh, on the night. Like I said to you, whether people thought you were going to uh, win or not, we can't, and even your, your, your performance as a whole, I think it kind of, by discrediting Wilder, it kind of takes away from that, and your performance on the night 
your tactics from you. Kugan, everyone, everyone will have an opinion. Everyone will have an opinion, whether it's good or not. And it's just got to, that's just the way of life. And just got to accept everyone's opinion, whether it's negative or positive. Mm. And just as long, my thing is just go about my business, train hard, perform to the best of my ability and enjoy what I'm doing. Let me um, just drop back here to some comments now that Wilder has made, which I'm sure you would have seen. Um, which is, I'm assuming this was an interview. It was an interview with Ellie Secback. Um, I'm just going to quote here what Wilder said on his defeat to you, Joe. He said, it was a boring fight. Nothing really happened. I went back to training the next day. He didn't really do anything. They just went off the little flurries or whatever. In in the training for that, I had to travel two times, 20 hours of traveling. And those guys were already in Europe. They were only two or three hours away. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying what I had to go through. Yeah, listen, every fighter has to go through different things in camp. Uh, before my camp, I, we locked in the fight. Then I flew 17 hours to Dubai. I had three hours. Then I flew eight hours to Ireland to start my training camp. And I was, you know, jet lagged for a week. And I, but listen, all these things, are that's what a fighter goes through. And if it's good or not, it's, it is what it is. It's all part of life, and it's all part of camp, and it's all part of preparing for a fight. Did it sound to you, though, that he was using... I know he said he wasn't complaining there. Did it sound to you, by even mentioning that, that he was using that as a reason or part of the reason why he, he lost the fight, or not? I'm not sure. I'm not sure where he's coming from with that. But I, I do I do know that he did travel back and forth. You know, we had to do the promotion, and we had to do you know, everyone dressing like zombies and makeup and everything, and there was a lot of time traveling. And I, I know that when I traveled to Saudi for the fight, that I it did take me a while to adjust to the Saudi time. So the traveling around in jet lag is a real thing. But I guess as a professional fighter, and as and then you have a team around, you have to make the right decision of when you have to be there, and what and allow yourself the time to adjust and um, get used to the time zone and where you're fighting. There's no one better that knows the power of Deontay Wilder as does Tyson Fury. We know he's he floored him multiple times over the space of three fights. Um, but from your perspective, did you, do you feel like you, you felt his power in that fight at all? I didn't feel the power, but it didn't, it didn't land how he wanted it to land. And you know, leading into that fight, we spent time here in Ireland training for three weeks. And then we flew over to England, and I, I felt like the most important part in that whole camp was the sparring I did with Tyson. He gave me probably the best, he gave me the best rounds I've ever had and the best rounds to prepare for that fight. And then going to Saudi Arabia, finishing off the training there, I felt like everything I did in the camp and with Tyson and giving his advice and and Andy's plan, everything just fell into place. Hmm. Was it ever discussed after your win? Um on the 23rd was the rematch ever discussed as a potential for your next fight no there was no rematch discussed um it was straight on to Zhang and the next tough fight whatever fight was available Zhang was the only one available so we said yep I'll take that fight and um just another challenge after another challenge 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. There were rumors that before your fight was announced against Zilei Zhang, that there was a potentially Wilder was going to fight Zhang. I don't know how true they are, whether that was realistic or so but obviously that's not the case and you are fighting Zile Zhang who's um hot topic at the minute in good form obviously those wins against Joe Joyce so you're not holding back here you're not asking for a little gimmick fight here off the back of a a, a wilder fight you're going in with a, a very very live opponent in Zile Zhang it's good to go in with someone like Zhang because he's coming off good two good wins off Joe Joyce and, and you're right he's hot at the moment and probably I am as well from a good win off Wilder so I think this this is going to be a very important fight with both of us. And, you know, I've been in boxing for over 10 years and I like to challenge myself. And these types of fights, like, really lift my game and, and makes me want, I don't know, I just want to, I really want it, you know? Like, I, I was champion before, but now I just feel like I want it way more, if that makes sense. Absolutely. You, I mean, not to say that people would ever forget, but obviously you have been a world champion. Um a WBO world champion. Um, Andy Ruiz was there that night um, in Saudi. He's called, he was yeah. calling at that point for a trilogy with Anthony Joshua. You yourself obviously have been in the ring quite a few years ago now, it seems, with, with Anthony Joshua. Is that something... I'm not asking you to kind of even... We, we know you're not overlooking Zhang. We know that's the... Yeah, that's yeah. But listen, I try to get the Joshua fight... Straight after we we uh our team reached out and said, Hey, listen, if he needs if you want us to be the next opponent for Joshua, then okay. Yeah, but it just didn't it didn't come into fruition, you know. I think Joshua and his team and Eddie Hearn went down the, the route they're going down now and they got Francis Ngannou, which is I believe uh, it's gonna be a tough fight. Francis can take a punch and he's got power and he's he's preparing the best he can for this. Like he did with Tyson. Yeah. Joe, are you saying that kind of your first portal call after the Wilder win was to explore the possibility of that rematch with Anthony? Yeah, Joshua? I thought I thought the you know, whoever won again, you know, Wilder and myself and Joshua and, and Wallen would be the next fight. 
but I guess it's just uh, it's the way things are. There's you can always think one way and then something else happens. So you just got to go over it. Did you find it disrespectful that their fight was already signed prior to your fight? I, I don't really care. I, I, I didn't care. Like I, I heard that the fight was already signed. It was a two-fight deal of mega money. I don't really care about what happened. Like things are always happening behind the scenes. You know whether you're fighting or whether you already fought or not. There's always deals that are in place and things are already lined up and other fighters being spoken about fighting each other. But I just I don't really care. Like I, what I care about is just what I'm doing. Last week or the week before, should I say now? Um the heavyweight division and kind of what's happening in the immediate future was thrown into turmoil with the, the news of Tyson Fury's cut, which has delayed the Alexander Usyk yeah. fight. Tyson took some stick on that first 24 hours before he came out publicly with um, Turkey Al Sheikh, um, Igus Klimas and the Usyk. Uh, but for 24 hours, it was there was a lot of kind of negative um, comments going towards Tyson Fury that he'd cut himself and all this kind of rubbish uh, which I'm sure you would have seen. I mean, like, because yeah, I thought I saw, I saw a lot of it. Yeah, well, I don't on, think you can escape on fire that day. I don't think you can escape seeing uh, the opinions and the comments, and you know, a lot of people talked real bad about him, you know, and saying it's a fake car and he made it happen. And but it, listen, everyone has an like, everyone has an idea, everyone has an opinion, everyone wants to say this and say that and think they know what's happening, but. Um, it's boxing. These things happen. It's a freak accident, and just it's good that they've postponed the fight and not given the fight to anyone else because we do want to see that fight happen. And I know it will happen. There's things in place now where if someone pulls out of the fight, there's you know there's something that they have to deal with. So it will happen. May 18. Yeah, I mean, there's still people out there kind of putting out that. Oh, does it still happen? I I, I believe it happens on the 18th. I think there's there's too much at stake. Listen. Things happen. We know things that happen, but then it's almost like things happen, like what happened to Fury, and then you're trying to convince now the public, oh, actually, this did happen. Like, what do you want me to do? We saw it with Syndicate. We're kind of, we've heard kind of uh, people like like cut experts explain how long that's going to heal. Hopefully, that's all all right. Um, and that fight, I believe, does happen on May the 18th. I, I, it is going to happen. But, but everyone will think one thing. And that's and then they're just gonna say what they think and stick to it because that's what they believe. They believe what's going on in here. So as much as we can try and as much as we can give truth and give evidence and this is exactly what happened, that is what it is. people are gonna believe what they want to believe. Of course, of course. Um your fight night is obviously quickly approaching um on on March the eighth, um, which is incidentally just for everyone to know, that is a Friday night. That's not a Saturday, it's a Friday night in Saudi Arabia. Um, but yeah, just coming to this Joshua Ngannou fight, do you, do you think Ngannou can shock Joshua on the night? Is that a possibility? I feel like there's a big chance. I feel like he's, you know, from the, the fight he had with Tyson and the confidence he, that he got from his performance. And he's already in Saudi Arabia and we can see a lot of training videos that he's putting into work. And he's a professional. He's been a champion before and you know and in, in the UFC. I know boxing's different, but he's giving it his full attention. And so this boxing is boxing, you never know what's gonna happen. Just before we finish, obviously, yeah, this is a huge fight and a very interesting fight. Um I say on this undercard, it feels like a a, a disjustice to be saying that this fight is on an undercard because it could headline anywhere, uh, yourself and Zhang. But 
I mean, you're looking into then Joe Joyce wins. Um, I'm sure Andy Lee has studied both those wins um, as he does being a student of the game. But Zilei Zhang, we know his age, but at the moment it seems like kind of momentum is with him. But you're just assuming you're preparing for the very best version of Zhang. Preparing for the, the very best Zhang. I know a lot of people are saying 40 and he's old and he, he's going to fade. And there are a lot of people favoring him. There are a lot of people saying, I'm young, hungry, got speed, movement. We're doing the best prep. And I feel like with each camp, I've just gone up and up and up. And there's only one way to prove that I've gone up and up and up is to show it on fight night. And I believe going to Saudi Arabia soon and finishing prep there, I'm going to be primed and ready for another good performance. I'm not underestimating him. I don't think he's old and slow. And I listen, Zhang's coming with momentum, like you said, and he's on point. So I want the best Zhang there is because he's going to bring out the best in me. How much of a difference has Andy Lee, Andy Lee made to your, your game? Andy Lee, training with Andy for the last two, three years, now I'm finally understanding what he's trying to teach me. It takes yeah. a while to ingrain things because there's already other things that have been ingrained in me. And then I believe George Lockhart and Andy Lee together are the magic is the magic recipe for, for, for me and a good performance and being in tip-top shape. He's, I still feel Andy Lee is very underrated. I don't think people give Andy Lee as much credit as he he should deserve. He doesn't care about that stuff. We know Andy Lee isn't one to like, oh, look at me, I'm the trainer. We know that about Andy oh, yeah. Lee. But at the same time, I do think, I feel there's a bit of underrating going on with with the work that Andy Lee's done, not just with yourself, but, you know, other Andy Lee, and I'm real, I'm thankful to Tyson because he's, he's the reason why Andy and I are together. You know, when I was looking for a trainer um, after my junior far fight, uh, I was looking for another trainer. I just needed something new. Not, nothing, no disrespect to my old trainer. He, we had great times. We were champion of the world. And I just needed something new. So I called Tyson. I said, like, who do you reckon I should train with? I got these guys in mind. And he said, don't train with any of them. I got the right person for you. One thing led to the next. Five days later, I'm on an airplane to fly to Ireland and meet Andy for the first time. Wow. Well, wow. it was quick. It was I left quick. my trainer and I was on an airplane five days later to fly to Ireland, meet Andy and prepare for Chisora 1. We only had five weeks. Wow. And you so haven't, thanks to Tyson you haven't looked back since. Nah, because everything's been great. Okay, well, listen, um, Joe, listen, appreciate you speaking to IFL TV so close to your fight. The next time we will speak to you, we'll be in Saudi Arabia. Oh, Joe, yeah, just yeah. one more question. If you're going to sum up the fight between yourself and Zile Zhang in five words, no more than five yeah. words, what do you say? I will bang the big bang. <laughs> Was that six? That's six words. Ah, sorry, you can have an extra. I will bang big bang. I will bang big bang. There we go. All right. There we go. Um, I love this question because it get, actually gets people thinking about the how many let, how many words. How many, how many words you can use here? Yeah. I will bang Big Zhang or Big Bang. That's it. Either one. Joseph Parker, thank you very much for your time and we will see you in Saudi Arabia very shortly, my friend. Thank you very much. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. 
We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.